Welcome to Imagine This Podcast. A conversation show where we talk to Milwaukee's arts, cultural, and creative leaders to highlight all the incredible transformative work in our region. We hope that after listening to the pod, you will see our region and all the awesome artists, arts organizations, and creative assets in Milwaukee in a new way. I'm David Lee. I'm MacArthur Antigua. And I'm Lindsay Sheridan. Well, listeners, our most amusing and funny host by far is gone this week. So you're stuck with me and David. Hi, David. yourself. (laughs) Yes, that's right. You're very funny. You're very funny. And this week, you'll get the chance to prove it. Uh, lead, lead nice. comic. Nice. Lead throw, comic. throw down the, throw down the, uh, the, the gauntlet there. Uh, mm-hmm. Are we uh, season four of Head of the Class this week? This week, season four of our podcast, Head of the Class. Is that is, does that predate you? Yeah, I'm sorry. You're going to have to think of a more recent reference with Matt Con. God. <laughs> Mac, come back from the Florida Georgia line. Uh, we know you were on spring break with, uh, with, with your, with your family. We need your help for Gen X references today. Um, bring this, we'll bring that show reference back next week, and we'll see what we can do with that. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll, right. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So today mm-hmm. on our podcast, we have a, a, a unique, fun, and uh, extra special episode where we will be talking to Antoine Carter, whom you may recognize as a member of our team. He's our director of neighborhood partnerships, and he'll be joining us to talk about um, his work, but also importantly, why is today different? And why are we talking to Antoine today as opposed to any other day, Lindsay? It's because just yesterday uh, at the more formal awards cer- ceremony segment of this process, Antoine was recognized as one of Milwaukee Business Journal's 40 Under 40 in 2022. So we get to hear, learn from him about what that's been like and celebrate the, the journey that's gotten him to that, that recognition. And what a, we're so incredibly proud of of him and uh, his work and and, and his, this honor. Um, it's so it's yeah, just gonna be a lot of fun. So on this occasion, I think we were thinking about like, wouldn't it be fun to sort of chat a little bit about some of the um, honors, quote unquote, or professional development opportunities that we've had um, in in our journeys of our careers, right? So you know, I think both both you me you and me you and I have had some interesting opportunities that have kind of um, given us opportunities to think about or, or, or develop our careers in different ways um, in many ways that 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 that, uh, that this thing for Antoine hopefully will launch him right in, into into a different mm-hmm. stratosphere of leadership that he's already, than he's already at. Um, what's been something that has been helpful for you I think I guess in your in, in, in your journey to this moment in arts leadership, arts management and leadership. Well, if there was a 30 under 30, I missed that. I, I don't know. <laughs> fast, fast that. You're um, going to be our next, though. We, we, we have high hopes okay. for you. Okay. Great. Um, you know, I, I'm going to keep ruminating on this as I hear more from you, but I, uh, I know I shared recently, you know, maybe the one time I've gotten something that is, quote, an award, uh, it was in college, um, an entrepreneurship award. And so at that time, my business partner and I had been, uh, had started and ran a very, very, very tiny arts organization and music series for um, just, just a little under a year. And uh, we're, you know, encouraged by, management and business professors that we had had to apply for an entrepreneurship award um, that the department helped organize every year. And the uh, there was a first, second, and third place winners. <laughs> I think we were tied for second, something like that. I uh, don't know how that happened, but um, you know there was a little bit of a cash reward that you could either put back into your business or use for other professional development opportunities. And I, I remember applying and thinking like probably some, some, uh, some reflection and anxiety that, that still kind of infuses some of our work today. Like, are people going to recognize this as a business? (laughs) Like, you know, it's arts and and culture. Like, um, you know, some of the other people that I don't remember who else all applied or if I knew, but like one of the, the person who tied for second with us, I believe 
you know, was opening like a, like a bike repair shop and ice cream shop, like a really like brick and mortar kind of business, like had, you know, had something that felt a little more tangible. And ours was like this, you know, music series. Um, and so to have the, you know, more of the like businessy type (laughs) folks, uh, at our college, you know, rate our application or whatever, and, and give us this award felt really validating. Um, and then I was able to use that money to uh, return to DC for a second summer of interning um, and continue my journey towards a career in arts management. So the music series had already been in, had you'd already stood it up by the time you applied for this program or this award? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we were reflecting on on the, the year's work. Um, talking about what the future might look like for it, but also kind of putting into context of like, as a student still in school, um, right. how had that, you know, how had we found that balance between like the work of running this thing and. How did the idea come up? Like how, how did, how did it start as, as students? <laughs> um, Dan approached me in the hallway in the music building and said, Hey, I have an idea. And I said, cool, let me hear it. Um, And it was not exactly what we ended up doing. Um, I'm sure in the lore, I have this written down somewhere. I don't really remember exactly what his idea was, but it was something about like, hey, you know, uh, music students don't really do stuff in town. Like there's a a real like separation between like, Hmm. you know, town and gown. What if we were like getting together a group to go like do a performance or something? And I was like, oh, cool, you know, I have an idea too. Like I've been thinking about what if we could put on concerts at, you know, unusual venues downtown. Um, I was, as a classical musician, I was, you know, always really drawn to the idea of like a quartet in a bar or something like that. Yeah. And um, so we're like, okay, well, these are similar. These are not dissimilar ideas. Let's figure this out. Like, let's talk about this. Um, and I remember pulling out a, book from the library that was called like creative community building and like sitting down in the lounge of the music department of the music building and like flipping through it and being like this is our guidebook like this is how we plan this is how we plan a community driven arts organization (laughs) and uh and like you know mapping out what that might look like and beginning the process that is also not dissimilar to things we continue to do this day at imagine of, of talking to someone and saying hey here's what we're thinking um you know, or not even starting with here's what we're thinking, but starting with like, here's a here's a problem we think exists. Do you agree that it exists? Why does it exist? Like, what do you have to say about it? Um, and then who do you recommend that we talk to next? Yeah. And just beginning like essentially this like, you know, startup interview tour um, yeah. of Decora. And so all of that was real entrepreneurship apparently. And then something we got a little bit of award money for. So that was very satisfying. Of course, it's a real entrepreneurship. This is exactly <laughs> what we're talking about here today. You know, it, it's funny, it really strikes me that, that you are exactly where you are meant to be, right? Doing this work with us here, right? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you can draw so. a direct line, which is great. Yeah. It's the reason why we hired you. Gee, thanks, gee, thanks. <laughs> well, we need. We knew we needed somebody with some arts experience. <laughs> a bunch true. of us randos trying to do this work. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So David, well, he comes from a slightly different background. You never got that Oscar, but you went on to a a very uh, fruitful career in nonprofit management. So what's <laughs> a? Right. I mean, maybe the award you want to talk about is not not in in that yeah. realm, but. Uh, <laughs> But, no, yeah, yeah. No, I, I never, I never got that Oscar or any other award. I did make a movie though that didn't win any awards, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, so you know, it, th- sort of thinking about the the, um, I was not as enterprising as you were coming out of college, or at least I not enterprising in that sort of way. I was, I was more enterprising in the like, can I, can I lose more money uh, making plays on my own mm. than than uh, mm-hmm. than my than my colleagues. Um, but yeah, so I, I guess for me, I, I was sort of thinking about my nonprofit career. Um, I was lucky enough in 2012 to be uh, asked to join or, or to apply and then make the the engine 
fellows program that was uh, being run out of independent sector funded by American Express's Leadership Academy. Um, and um, it was, you know, and this is probably a little bit more of a of an insight about my sort of sense of self. But like when I was when I was yeah. nominated to apply, I was like, they haven't filled out their class, have they? So they're just sort of like asking random, random people to, <laughs> to apply at this point. Um, and I was, you know, one of 12 uh, in the fourth class. And it was for me incredibly transformative to, to do that year long fellowship um, while I was the director of government relations over at Feeding America National um, to do that year long fellowship with um, a group of other national nonprofit leaders um, to learn about adaptive leadership and sort of uh, person system role and all that sort of thing that, that we talk about here now today. Um, and moreover, it um, it. I mean, not only did it sort of send my nonprofit career, which I, at that point had been kind of just middling along, like I was like director level doing cool stuff, mm -hmm. you know, um, but it gave me skills, tools and language and a network to 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 begin kind of thinking about bigger questions and, and, and conceptualizing questions and, and leadership problems in, in different ways and sort of seeing how I brought myself to to different systems and different um, different issues, um, which sort of, I think, set me on a different career. I mean, uh, a, a year or two after that, I became the founding executive director of Feeding Wisconsin and a couple years later in this role, right? So like I can, I can probably count the, I, I can trace back essentially like sort of the, 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 mm -hmm. the difference in my career to, to that moment. And, and moreover, it introduced me to, to people um, and lifelong friends like like one MacArthur Antigua, uh, who is now working with us and and everything else. And so, um, yeah, you know, I think these opportunities really are um, they they can be really transformative, right? And 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 I think um, for me, I don't know that I would be here if it hadn't been for that program. Yeah, was there a moment in applying for that or? being accepted and then starting in it where you had a moment of realization like oh I am supposed to be here or I do fit in with this cohort of people even though initially you might have thought like oh they just need to fill out they just need to fill no, out some space there was never that time and not in that mm -hmm. cohort I always felt like I was the dumbest person in the room um, mm -hmm. and the one who didn't belong um 100 mm -hmm. uh through the whole thing and then actually it was it was actually one of um He's now the director of uh, the Chautauqua Institute, Michael Hill, who is in my cohort. During our final project, he said something to me and he asked me a question about like what I thought about our final project. And I was like, why are you asking me? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, why me? Right. And, uh -huh. and and I think that would like looking back on it, that was probably the moment where if I were smart enough or sort of a little bit more self-aware, I would have been like, oh, I do belong. Right. He, so He appreciates my insights. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. I also feel like we were we were the class that broke the NGEN fellowship because our um, it was it was really it was interesting, right? Because our cohort, I think we we all sort of had a little bit of that. And I think we were marveling, right, that like it was 12 of us that, were, that had this year long experience. And if we really if the sector really wanted to, to create change, right, of, of a leadership change, we needed to sort of get this experience out to more people. And so our project was essentially like, how do we kind of mm. like get the program itself out of the 12 folks who get selected every year into the hands of more folks. And so, um, Hey, I think I was one of the benefactors of that thinking <laughs> as a, someone not selected for the 12, despite a nice nomination by <laughs> David and Mac. Uh, then the program had a like second tier that the, yeah, not the a next, second tier is the next like, like 40 people got to do. What yeah. was that like? We, we've never really caught up on, on it. Was it, was it helpful? Like, did you have, um, did you meet folks? Did you sort of learn stuff? What was it? Yeah. Was you know, I think, I think maybe something that seems to be that, that was true of that experience. It seems to be true of other similar sorts of spaces I've been in where you're interacting with people in a that are doing work that is in some way similar to ours nationally even if it's not like very closely related like these are all nonprofit leaders yeah. like strongly mission driven and the thing that is either affirming or discouraging is that like people experience similar challenges 
everywhere. <laughs> you're not unique necessarily in like what you're seeing happen in like your organization or, or in your community. And so like spaces like that are a good place to to hopefully learn. I do feel like I like I learned and, and grew. Um but also feel that sense of like kinship of oh we can all complain about the same thing yeah. you know and it's we're not alone in this at least you know we don't maybe collectively we still don't know the answers of like how to fix this thing but like we're all kind of we're all struggling with the same thing so that can be that can be hopefully affirming and not just end up feeling like um uh like a rant sesh you know right <laughs> but right. but it is but it is important to be in spaces like that because otherwise it can feel like very isolating right right yeah Mm-hmm. I think Max and my offer is still out there that we will we will try to like uh, dismantle IS for you because you you did not get the the mainline programming. I'm I'm I think the second tier was the right place for me. <laughs> I was very happy with it. Yeah, but you know who's not second tier? <laughs> Antoine. This Antoine year. Carter. Antoine. Forty under forty. So after the break, we're gonna get to hear from. A familiar voice hopefully to many of our listeners but get a perspective on uh his professional journey and uh what this recognition means for him now so we'll see you after the break well 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 if it's not one antoine c carter Milwaukee Business Journal 40 under 40 joining us on our podcast today. How are you, Antoine? What's up, boss man? <laughs> hey Lindsay, what's up? You know, we couldn't let this this week go by. This week where you get formally recognized as one of 2022's 40 under 40 without having you on the podcast to I brag a little it. bit and to to talk a little bit about what you're up to here. How's it going? It's been a while, so you know, I feel like the people love my awesome choices during the uh during uh is that the winter time when we do those uh those Yeah, that's right. The the, the holiday draft, that's right. That's yeah, right. the holiday draft. So I'm here. Here you are, it's just a full, the full the full feature. The full feature today. <laughs> Glad to have you. I appreciate Let's... it let's try and recreate a moment that I woefully did before we started recording. Hey, hey, Antoine, guess what came in the mail today? At the what, what came in the mail? Walkie Business Journal. And you know, you know who's on the cover of 40 Under 40? Me? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> That's what's up. I've... Man, what? that's cool. That's really cool. So, so it says in the in the article that they asked everyone to bring a prop to the photo shoot. So your prop is your headphones, right? Yes. Okay. So there's a funny story about that because at first I just saw a prop, right? <laughs> oh, like, in the email, like just bring. Yeah, a prop. yeah. In the yeah. email, I just saw a prop, and so um, my first prop because I brought two because mm. I realized that the second part of that was in relationship to a performance. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. The Got first it. one is this gigantic, the ultimate sneaker book. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to hold that in my hand. And then I was like really glad that I like read the rest of the email. At least that <laughs> sentence. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And I didn't pick, um, I didn't pick I'm DJing or learning how to DJ on the side. I didn't pick that because there is someone who is already a DJ, who is a DJ, and I assume that that person was going to bring <laughs> their controller. Yeah, but your headphones kind of represent that too then, yeah. which is yeah. neat. And yeah. it's and it's cool from like from our the perspective of our work that there's a lot of a lot of people seem to bring props that are music related. Right. Right. That's right. Yes. It was really yes. cool. Yeah. So it was a prop related to performance and no shade to, to Pat Connaughton, you know, Milwaukee Bucks great. But is that why he brought a basketball? <laughs> you know what? I don't, I, 
I don't know if he read the second half of that sentence. He might well, have just saw proxy. Right? It is a performance in okay. some ways, right? Have you, it, have it you met Pat yet? Have you met Pat in the 40 under 40 cohort? I have yet to meet Pat. So I do not know if he is taller than me. I think mm. he's taller than me. I've met him once. Okay. Wait, am I the 40 under 40 kingmaker? Because I know you and I've met Pat? Yes. Ha! Sure, that's, <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's only 29. Wow. Well, Antoine, we are very proud of you. And I don't know if this will make the, uh, the cut, but I also want to show you something else in here. Look at that. Wow. Oh, that's what's up. Uh, that's, oh, that's yeah, there cool. we go. Hey. For if this stays in, listeners, we're looking at a half page ad where we say, yes. Can I read it? Can I read it? Please do, Lindsay. Yeah, okay. that's dope. Congratulations, Antoine Carter. Imagine MK celebrates Antoine, our director of neighborhood partnerships. We are so proud of the way you lead with warmth, positivity, and contagious energy. Thank you for the work you've done to build collaboration and momentum alongside communities in our city led by arts and culture. Oh, that's, that's really nice, y'all. <laughs> And that picture, like all that stuff, like that picture is, has memories because right. that was the Sammer photo shoot that was like my right. birthday. And mm -hmm. then I, like just all sorts of awesome juices from that. Thank you guys. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. By the this way, is super cool. By the way, Lindsay and Elizabeth, when you're listening to this, that is the most attractive ad on that page, on that, on that bifold. Mm-hmm. Look at those. Look at how corporate we're creative. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second, oh, yeah. Lucy. <laughs> Wait a second. As the steward of our brand, I don't know that you want that out there. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're the others are corporate. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, we're right, creative. Right. right, that's right. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. I like how they match the other the the two other ads on the opposite page. They got the blue and the the, the blue and the red. Makes they it look do. like they planned it. They do. I love this. Maybe maybe we pivot away from the audio descriptions of. <laughs> we'll take of a stuff picture. That people can't look at. That's right. We'll take a picture. It'll be in the show description. Yeah. Oh, that'll be dope. That'll be dope. It's been really cool to meet the other members of the Forty Under Forty and just like learning about what everyone's doing. Like, there's a gentleman who is like teaching young people robotics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ooh. he's super cool. His name is Rashad Reed. Um, he's been somebody I've like become like good friends with over this. Um, yeah, over this, and really just uh, it's been cool to to see a lot of people who I um, know as peers, like Marquela Ellison, who right. like she mm -hmm. she was our. She helped with our For the Love of Black Culture paint and sip. She was mm -hmm. the, the artist. Mm -hmm. um, and I just find that to be very cool. So it's, it's. So tell us, can I, can I ask, like, tell us a little bit more about the process. So you get, you get told like, Hey, you're one of the 40 under 40. And then that kind of kicks off a series of getting Man. to meet folks. What has that been like? It's. So they ask you to do a bunch of stuff. Like it's some of the uh, advice that I got from like past winners was, you know, just make sure to be present and to participate, be an active participant in this. And mm -hmm. so um, I think they, so the first thing they do is they set up with whoever um, supported you to create like a, a zoom call. Mm, mm -hmm. And so like they have that. And then there there's interviews with like channel four and they're just like, Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you write this? Hey, can you fill this out? Hey, can you come <laughs> here? Hey, uh, we're having a pre-party. Hey. <laughs> um, and it's just all this kind of stuff. Like, uh, we had the pre-party at uh, the St. Kate, and I've been able to kick it with Brandon and got a got a cool room that I'm going to use. Shout out to the St. Kate. <laughs> Shout out to the St. Kate, you know? Wow, look at all these bonuses you get. That, you got a, you got yeah. a $40, $40. Uh, built gift right. card to yeah. Built Right. To built, built Right Furniture. Right. Shout out to Built Right. <laughs> you got, you got Typically, Antoine. Today. 
if you Typically need a sponsor, Antoine, imagine no, no free advertising, but yeah. for you today, shout out to Built Right. <laughs> shout yeah. out to just I, as <laughs> Yeah, like Lindsay opened it. I was like, Built Right Furniture. That's funny. Imagine this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, add us Built Right. We we are yeah. we are open yeah. for business. <laughs> yeah. Sponsorship packages available. <laughs> Yeah, they should <laughs> have their people call our people. Yeah, so, and, it, and it's just been yeah. just a bunch of just things that, um, and then and then um, like a lot of the members who won this year are a part of Social X, and so there's been like just mm -hmm. alternative events that bring people together, and it's it's just been cool. It's just been really, really cool. And I, I get to get fly. I get to get fly. David, I'm wearing a non-traditional colored suit. <laughs> I want you to guess, Is that you to all you're going to tell us? I want you oh, to guess what okay. color. Oh, um, no, David can guess. David can guess. A non-traditional colored suit. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about like, um, I think it's probably like baby blue. No, that's a traditional colored suit, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. You, you guess. You guess. Royal purple. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, should I tell you all? Should hot I tell pink. You all? Hot pink. Yeah, I want to know what non-traditional color it is. <laughs> it's um, I got a turquoise suit. Oh. Oh, you know. Oh, I was gonna guess that. I should have yeah. gone with my gut. Yeah, yeah. Should have yeah. gone with my gut. Like a teal turquoise. Yeah. Suit. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. You know that 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 would be traditional if you were if you were living in Charlotte back in the Hornet days, right? That. that Ooh, that, that, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Hey, wait, Charlotte. is this the first time we're, we're, we'll we'll see you in a suit, Antoine? Yeah, yeah. You guys did wow. not see me in my job interview. <laughs> 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 the last some of the last times I wore a suit. Yeah. I'm, so I'm this is for the, this is for, there's like an awards ceremony, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just viewing it like draft night, man. Just viewing it like draft <laughs> night. You know, what would I wear to draft night in a, in an affordable, like an affordable version, right? <laughs> but yeah, something turquoise and some, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm, cause I wanted to, uh, I wanted to rock something that like this is the business journal, but like this whole time I've been trying to wear a lot of color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just continuing. And I've been also I've been doing uh some hair, some hatless stuff, cause just trying to do some different stuff. So like so I've done interviews where I haven't had on a hat. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of those on, I think the, the, the business general linked to one of your things on your profile. And, uh, I gotta tell you, Antoine, I was like, is that him? <laughs> cause, cause I think you, no weren't, you weren't wearing a hat. Yeah. I was yeah, like, wasn't wearing a hat. <laughs> yeah. Man bun season. Yeah. I've, I've leaned into it. I've leaned into it this summer. It's, it's like mad man bun. It's, it's mad. Angry man bun. <laughs> An angry man. That's right. I see your, I see your pink. I like it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. There's your that's page. Cool. Yeah. That's okay. Awesome. So crazy. That's awesome. So, so Antoine, tell us about you. You've said a few times, you know, that this getting on this list was always a goal of yours. And I want to hear more about like that realization and then how it felt to find out that you were on the list after kind of thinking like, all right, this is a goal of mine for however many years. It, it was the craziest part is that the day I was told there was like some old post where I wrote about like, here's a dream of mine, guys. I would yeah. really like to be a 40 under 40. And I was like, what? Like the day, like that day. And um, I just remember like I, I got into nonprofits after like, not necessarily like figuring out my way. I was still like figuring out my way and I hadn't built anything that I thought w was like something substantial professionally. And so 
Um, I just saw it as a way to like push me towards, you know, keeping mm-hmm. my head down and working. And, and I remember like, even the first person, the first person I saw in there was Ian. That's like the first person I remember seeing is like a 40 under 40. This guy's a 40 under 40. Not in a bad way. Ian's cool. <laughs> Not in a bad way. But I was like, uh, it felt new, it felt new, relatable because you knew yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like not not like, that it was like and I tell him this too all the easily time. attainable then. I tell him this all the time. Like I tell yeah. Ian, I'm like, I'm the black Ian. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 why are you the black Ian? Why isn't he the white Antoine? He is the white Antoine. Oh. He's uh, he's also he's the white Antoine. I've been cracking jokes <laughs> on him lately about how David Gruber is still in his haircut. <laughs> right that that's gruber's pandemic hair though you can't you can't hold that against david no it's great it's great it's it's better than ian's because it's silver it's better than that's true so like as soon as i saw like the like the new commercials where he's rocking the new the new do yeah i text ian and said whoa coming for you we're talking about we're talking about for listeners who don't know you're talking about ian abston right yeah ian abston Mm -hmm. that's my Mm -hmm. boy that's my boy Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's I texted him and said he's coming for your hair crown. What you gonna do? So so the subtext subtext Ian, if you're listening, is Antoine saw you were forty under forty and went that dude. I can do that. <laughs> that dude, I can do that. Yes, yes. Ooh, could that be the piece where like you take a small piece of the <laughs> of the yeah? Let's do that as a headliner and just tag. <laughs> let's do that as the headliner. And, and, Ian, that is right. awesome. We'll tag him. We'll tag him. Oh, that's so funny. Ian Milwaukee, I think, is Ian yeah. Milwaukee. Um, Ian, Ian <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I think I think that's an interesting point, though, right, Antoine? I mean, you know, there are the through the cohort, the alumni cohort of forty and forty. There's a lot of really uh, cool folks, right, who are doing really cool mm-hmm. things here in Milwaukee mm-hmm. and building the future of our city. Um, <clears throat> for you, kind of, you know, and I know a ton of folks who were nominated and didn't get it and have not and have aged out of the program over and over and over again and so for you i think this is the first time you've been nominated first time caller first time through um that's got to be awesome for you right can you talk us can you talk uh, talk to us a little bit about how that how that feels for you you know now sort of on the other side of it as you're sort of heading into the the reign of uh of your 40 under 40 year you know what i think uh Cause for a while I almost forgot about it, like applying and stuff like that. So like I made it a goal and then kind of like set it and forget it. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and it feels cool. I feel like uh, King Griffey Jr. First Ballet Hall of Famer, you yeah. know? <laughs> but it's, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to not like get too, like I'm appreciative and yet like not absorbing this to like some like evil arrogance that you know makes me not do the work as thoroughly or Mm -hmm. be as devoted to like what really got me here which was like working with community and and being a a servant in a way so Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm trying to take all this as like good food but understand like what really got me here was the work and so just staying true to that so I think for me, that's been kind of the thing where as I continue to like get in these new circles, just just remember the mission, remember, you know, what you want to do and how you're looking to uh, to make change. And 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 I feel like. I try to. I don't know, I try to do things fly anyway, so. You know, like that's, I knew that like everybody was going to wear like a bunch of professional stuff because it was the business journal. So I tried to find like, I looked for that bright ass pink. (laughs) 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 So I don't know, just as long as I could be fly doing it, as long as I could be fly as I get through this. Shout out to them. <laughs> well, you've also, I mean, in the in the open, Lindsay and I talked a little bit about some of the the professional development and honors that we've that we that she and I have had. Uh, for you, you not had a exciting. pretty not as exciting, n- not as exciting, <laughs> but you know, but you've had um, 
you've had a pretty incredible year. I mean, with for, uh, Forward 48 last last year and then this, like, can you talk about how that was helpful in maybe your development in getting this and then also how that all kind of like helps you sort of focus on the on the work and the mission? Because I think you're right, right? Like you, if you're if you're not about the work, then then none of this matters. Yeah. And I think it's You know, like this is the business journal. Like this isn't, you know, the community brigade that mm. is, you know, focused on highlighting, you know, like, I don't want to necessarily say community projects, but I would say non-business related, like non-business yeah. first mm -hmm. uh, roles and positions. So um i just know like all of the things have been like stepping stones like 448 was a great experience uh, a very intense experience which um which it was cool to like all this stuff all these things for me are like i'm an extrovert so this all this like interaction with new people is like really exciting and i think that's what I really liked about forward 48 because now like I go to a bucks game and now I see a whole new set of people right. who I didn't know before and who I can build with mm -hmm. who, you know, are trying to find their way just like I am. And, um, and really just, I think if, uh, Yesterday, I posted all this stuff, and it's been cool to see the responses. Also, you guys want to hear some some hot gas? Always. Is it is it is it is it's, it a public hot gas for the? For no, the it's, it's it's funny because I don't. I didn't know that people could do this, so mm -hmm. I wrote something. Mm -hmm. So, going to like the beginning of this, which is another interesting conversation. I posted something on Facebook and this person was like, man, they'll give this to anybody. And I was like, <gasps> whoa, whoa, whoa. So then like, wait, I wait, somebody like commented on your post. Yes. <gasps> yes. This what? Is, Not as a joke or, or as a, I don't know. I don't know. You, you I don't even know. You don't know him well enough. You don't know. Yeah. Him well I don't know this person yeah. well enough. I think it's yeah. like, like yeah. we have a lot of the same mutual friends. Right. I'm not going to wow. shout this person out. Yeah. Wow. And then like, I gave a little gift that was like, looking back, like what? <laughs> you talking what? Um, so I let that slide. And then yesterday I posted something and uh, that person wrote, I didn't even know, I didn't even know this person until this. And then right underneath I said, that's okay you want to meet and talk like <laughs> you want to meet and talk <laughs> that's, the point. that's the point yeah <laughs> right like then what magically happened is my post deleted their post deleted and it turned into a congratulations from the same person from the same person hmm. oh they saw the they saw the the error of their ways and decided to just i don't know positivity don't know. maybe they're trolls I don't I don't know but isn't that some like interesting that's some interesting guys too right mm -hmm. like I don't but I'm I don't really care about that stuff like there was a guy one time I was working at with community gardens and we were starting a garden next door to his house and this mm -hmm. guy said how would you feel if there were kids laughing and playing outside your house huh how would you feel so like if there are people in the world who don't like the 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 beautiful sound of kids laughing and playing on a green space having fun then like there's always someone who's going to say that so but yeah isn't that interesting like i like it though you know speaking of speaking of comments uh will i will i embarrass you too much if i read a few from this uh this mural that we had had uh, uh yeah that was contribute to that was cool. can we we can link to it in the in the show notes yeah too, we'll right? link to it and I'll, I'll read a few highlights so we so the day that uh antoine found out about or the day that this was public um we reached out to a bunch of people we know that we know love antoine and asked him asked them to share uh some comments 
So let me let me surface a few a few favorites. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Give me a second. Give me a second. Oh, as you talk, I've been getting so many text messages from people who are like, "I remember when you used to say that you wanted to be a forty under forty like ten years ago." <laughs> I remember you used to go crazy about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. This I'm starting with a whimsical one because this one makes me laugh. Melody and Danelle from Metcalf Park Community Bridges wanted us to know that Danelle was Antoine's first work wife <laughs> and that Melody kidnapped him. <laughs> they had other lovely things to say about you, but they wanted to make sure to get that dig in. That dig Melody in. kidnapped him. That's awesome. I don't think Melody kidnapped me. I think Danelle... You went willingly. You went willingly. I love both. I love them both so much. I love them both. It's so mm -hmm. hard. I think <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want them to fight over me. But if they would like to, yeah. <laughs> no, it's. I just love working with them. They're so awesome. I've I've just learned so much, and I've seen them grow in like just tremendous ways. So mm -hmm. I'm just, yeah. They're my what? work wives. What's a, what's something that you want to celebrate that you've been able to work with them in role here or something you are looking forward to working on with them in role? Every, they are awesome partners because they, they just, if they see that something works, mm -hmm. it's like a, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. And over our work together in this in this portion of my life art has really been a thing that has galvanized like identity and improvement and just all and pride and all of these like awesome things that um they were looking to achieve and were just just everyone has blind spots. And so I think art and culture was was not completely, but just something that they didn't necessarily focus on. And, and to work with them and just see them maximize it to max, mm -hmm. maximizing art to the fullest potential, like whether mm -hmm. it's, you know, our summer, the summer festival Metcalf Park painted, which is like amazing now. It's turned into a yearly thing. Mm -hmm. or like jamming at the polls where like they have a dj and fun stuff um as close as they can get to the polls legally um and just to make it a a, a brighter event mm -hmm. and just using the arts to like to really address these larger issues it's like i've just been really happy to be able to share at least this because as i've learned like i didn't start off at imagine knowing i could do this like imagine was and is still in a baby as far as you know mm -hmm. organizations and just learning what you know where our best fit is it's just been good to to know that with partners like them i'm, I'm a good fit in Mm -hmm. that we've been yeah. able to grow things it's it's just been super cool like just been super cool every every time i talk to them there's more and more ideas um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just more and more awesome things to to think about yeah mm -hmm. i love them i love those ladies i have another com another comment from our from our former coworker esteban Public Ally 2021. Oh yeah, my boy Esteban. Uh, he says, I love how warm and welcoming he is in every space, his vulnerability, his fashion sense, and I love how he always knows the best places to eat. <laughs> yes, yes. So I want to follow that one up with a few couple of questions. Mm -hmm. On the whimsical side, where are your favorite places to eat right now? Oh uh, man, so going back to my original thing the pepper pot is still that fire and they also just opened a new restaurant in on martin luther king drive so oh yeah i heard that. that's mm -hmm. been mm -hmm. so i'm excited to go there um sam's place has been my place i feel like i i set up meetings there every friday 
And like now they know like my chai order. It's like, what's your chai order? Uh, chai, uh, oat milk, some cinnamon on that bad boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. I took I took Che there, um, and he was like, "This is the perfect place. Like, can we only go here forever?" Oh. <laughs> Do they serve pizza? Do they serve pizza? No, no. One of so Che eats pizza, but one of the other things, one of the other three things he eats is breakfast. So like he'll eat eggs and mm, bacon mm-hmm. and sausage. He'll yeah. eat breakfast. Yeah. God, because I can't eat pizza every day. I have to tell him that. Like, son, I can't eat pizza and breadsticks every day. Oh, wait, we got to sell you out. Speaking of pizza now, we, we, we have to sell you out to, to the Business Journal and pizza places across the world. How do you store your leftover pizza, Antoine? Please share with people how you store your leftover pizza. All right. Pizza. So, you know, if I feel like if you went to college, you was living this way. Still I went to college. I didn't of, live that way. <laughs> still on top of your stove. Like, I leave it in the box on top. And then, cause like, I don't wanna, I don't, I can't eat cold pizza, like icy pizza. You need to warm it back up in an room, oven, right? But even that, like, um, I guess room temperature is sufficient. It's warm enough, right? And you'll leave <laughs> it there overnight, right? Just to confirm, yeah. you'll leave it there overnight, okay. Yeah, overnight, I will. I will. And I'm when scared. we asked the pros at, at Egg and Flour how they store pizza and whether or not that was yeah. right, what did they tell you? They said, so we're we, legally we can't comment on this it seems unwise yeah, they, they said legally yeah yeah <laughs> but you should think about your choices but you know like i guess i'm like i guess i'm like whatever so in the lego movie how they had lord business i'm like lord pizza because like i have all the ideas that no one likes like i'm i'm pro pineapple i'm pro pineapple on pizza whoa and people wow. don't like that people don't People, there are pineapple pizza is like Nickelback. <laughs> pineapple on pizza is like Nickelback. It's yeah, people, like, people groan about it. They're like, nah, that's not good. Yeah, that's they good. either love it or they hate it, and they will, and they will let you know about it. That's the thing about Nickelback. They let you know about it, like, right, like, right. How could you ever listen to Nickelback? And I'm like, man. <laughs> Hero was a good song. It was on the Spider-Man soundtrack. That's how I found out about it. I have a okay, and I, I... this is gonna be this is, this is great. I yeah, I've been I've been podcasting a while, so this is awesome. I did I just shot. Ian's gonna make a diss track about me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ian's coming for me. We're gonna have to do a series of races and like. Activities to figure out oh. who's the one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Will you fight Ian in a Highlander battle, Antoine? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> no question. Yeah, no people, we finally did when, it. When we I was the king of Bayview, it. they'd be like, "Oh, I'm like, it's because I'm an oppose. I'm about that smoke." <laughs> like, what? What you want to do? Jump rope contest? We, we wanna, finally, we finally swords? got somebody to answer. Laser tag. Laser the Highlander tag. question. Spelling bee. Appreciate that. That's American good. Gladiators activities. <laughs> like we could, we could, we could do all sorts of things. Didn't nobody want that smoke? <laughs> nobody wanted the smoke. Uh, but yeah, the Pepper Pot is a delicious place. Go getting that. Thanks, thanks, Antoine, for getting us back on track. Because <laughs> the, the there was, because I heard, I remember there were more than like, one question. Are you going to hate me for taking this in a serious direction? Okay, okay. Another thing that Esteban said that I think is really lovely is calling out your vulnerability, and I think that is really true as a leader. I think you're very open and vulnerable. I'm trying to figure out how to ask this question. <laughs> I think as a leader, uh, I I feel personally, it can be very hard to be to be vulnerable. And I wonder, you know, in your journey as a leader, like what has supported you in in becoming perhaps a more vulnerable, vulnerably open mm. person? Have you always been that way? Like, I just would love to hear a little bit more about that. Um, I think no, no. I think I used to be a person that like maybe had two different worlds. Like, like I, in reflecting, I think. Like growing up, all my friends were like 
every i had like eight or nine friends we were all the same age we all grew up they all kind of turned a different way in the fork in the road but like i remember being um while everyone was listening to like gangster rap i was also listening to gangster rap but i was also being like hey y'all don't know nothing about this corn or this limb biscuit but it's kind of fly too um and i remember not necessarily being ridiculed for that on so like being able to like mm -hmm. be on 24th and keith and talk about limp biscuit was an interesting uh it was cool like rather than them being like man why are you listening to that they was just like twan is just that's just him like he's different he just in, yeah so i think I think I've always had that, but I didn't necessarily do it on the inverse at first. Like even stuff like wearing hats, like I didn't wear hats when I started, um, but like in trying to incorporate who I am and like stuff like that, I was just trying to do that more. And so I, I just, you know what's funny? I think another thing about me like when we host like events and you know you're front of crowd and you have that moment where you ask a prompt and like no one responds mm -hmm. and there's that silence mm -hmm. <laughs> that awkward pause and you're like oh my god i i kind of like that so yeah. yeah so i think in liking that it leads me to provide more opportunities to show myself in that way like to 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 get in spaces where you're in that awkward like awkward moment of yourself where you're mm -hmm. where you're just vulnerable so i totally but like i feel like that's i'm a little more comfortable being myself amongst my friends in like the more like weird ways like and I'm coming to to figure out that balance professionally, but I, I love like putting it in practice. So I just try to lead that way. Mm -hmm. I think there's something about Antoine, what you're sharing about like your propensity for, you know, when you were growing up and how you were different or how you sort of had different tastes from friends and different interests. I think that 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 often I've often found where, where people who sort of straddle a number of different social uh, groups, they have to kind of figure that out, right? Because in, in some ways they have to survive in, in a number of these different settings. And, and mm -hmm. the only way you do that is by being authentic to yourself, right? Or at least trying to be authentic to some version of yourself. I think that's really, mm -hmm. that's really interesting. Yeah. And, and I'll be quite frank, like, I, I've oftentimes told people like, you know, I consider, I consider some of this work, not the work itself, but like, just how you move kind of like in high school, like, who your friend, who you, who you identify with. And like in high school, I used to hang out with the drug dealing kids and the jocks. And then I would skip, not skip school. I would go to after school and hang out with like the kids who were like listening to like Slipknot and Incubus and just all of these different things. And I was on student council and just all of these, like it was a interesting intermingling of everyone. And I just, I know that like I was still myself in both yeah, and, and still was comfortable. And I think as you grow older, those kind of things, like, mm -hmm. like I can still connect with the slipknot guy yeah. or whatever that is now. And I can still, I can still go to the trap and hang out with people who live by the trap, <laughs> live by the trap. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I think I remember the first time you and I met and it was uh, and mm -hmm. I've told you this story and I'll share it here it's just because I think it's it's a it's an it's a unique, I think um, it sort of explains a little bit of that vulnerability, right? Like we the first time we met was the university club. It was on our both sort of first day of mm -hmm. the job at a board meeting. And I walk yeah. in with like a tie on and a suit and you know all buttoned up right and and, and he, there you are in i think camouflage and uh, i think a, 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 a um, 
Maybe some a Milwaukee Jordan Fours. I yeah. had some Jordan Fours on. Yeah, yeah and I w- I remember thinking, man, we got we we got to talking, and I remember thinking to myself, I was like, wow, that that guy is so authentically himself and has the you know just the ability to show up in this space you know the university club um as him um i wish one day i could have that same sense of of you know of of self right to be able to do that if if that were and you know i think that's a that's a unique that's a unique thing and it, it always stuck with me and it, it is like that is scary. Like you know, like you you are walking into like the university club with all those different patterns on walls and carpets, yeah. and like you know, you walk in. I walk in, and I do think you know I'm five three two zero six. How the hell do I fit in here? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I I was just like you know, like I'm just come fresh and this is my idea like <laughs> fresh and we'll see how it go i i don't know is but i definitely like i remember those times like i remember that because you you do like you are kind of up there when you when i do do stuff like that i am kind of up there not naked but i am unclothed and and clothed and so you do wonder, you know, whether you're going to make it out the other side <laughs> respected. I do think it is what's interesting about that is that I think clothes can be like an armor or something that makes you feel that like um, confidence yeah. or lack of vulnerable or willingness to be to like lean into vulnerable moments. But sometimes it's at least to my mind, like hard to hard to separate. Uh, why certain clothes might make you feel that way because of like societal expectations. Like I'm just trying to think for myself, like if I'm wearing like heels, I, I, if they're the right heels, not like the ones where I might like fall over, I feel more confident, right? Like I feel like walking into a room in heels, I'm like Mm. boss lady. But is that because like, I feel confident in those or because like societal expectations are such that like, women wear heels you know what i mean yeah. like i don't know anton when you think no about i like, i agree yeah. no i think it i think it is you because like how you feel in heels is how i feel in jordans mm-hmm. yeah. like i i yeah like i don't have dress shoes guys i don't <laughs> i don't have yeah. dress shoes my dress shoes are nicer jordans <laughs> yeah yeah so it's so for you it's like making that choice to be like this yeah. might not be what society expects of me in the university club, but it is what makes me feel most confident. So that's what's most important because yeah. you, you want to show up in that space and be your best version of yourself. Like that's yes. the only answer, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And and honestly, if I would have wore a suit, I would have been more self-conscious of myself yeah. in that yeah. space. Right. Um, Thinking whether I would have, if I did it right, at least... When I left that time, I was like, well, I was in there. I was fresh. Like, I, I ain't going there in, like, a dirty shirt. And, like, you know, my mom <laughs> would never have that. So as long as I'm coordinating and I match, my mom is happy. I, I do remember, though, that after the, the coffee and the meet and greet, you bounced out of there right quick. And I was like, oh, man, I'm left here having to deal with this board. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Where, where'd my team go? I'm like, oh, man. Where'd my man go? He left. The university club I, I didn't know I, i'm i'm more comfortable there now I, i'm yeah. more comfortable yeah I, I like going to the i like going to the place and i i want to ask more questions about the uh the amazing stylings that are there you get <laughs> did i make this up do you get a membership there i did from 448 oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um hopefully i'll start hosting bougie parties there in my mm-hmm. effort to to black in it up I think we'll, we'll look to you to, to, to host our board meetings there now and not Katie oh. Heil. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's like small print where it was like, you know, only used between this time and this time, blackout <laughs> dates, blah, 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 blah. Not on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. Yeah. <laughs> only between 6, at, 6 a.m. and 7 At participating PM. university clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're like, I'm not actually a participating university club. Well, well, Antoine, it's been fun to celebrate you and this awesome achievement. And we completely skipped over what our normal, our normal uh, interview questions are. 
So I did want to offer you the opportunity to answer our, our question of uh, if you had ultimate power. Ooh, I get the czar question. Yeah, the czar yes. question. Temporarily, temporarily, you don't use the word czar. Um, <laughs> the almighty emperor of Milwaukee. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, Milwaukee's yeah. arts and culture. That's right. And Mark yeah. did not culture. share that this was a benefit of, of you winning 40 under 40, but it is. Yes. Okay. Um, we can't offer university club membership or meeting Pat Connaughton, but we can't offer this two minute <laughs> power. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is this just in policy or am I like, is this like the Marvel universe? Oh, anything you want. Anything, anything you want. You, you got okay. It. Time is running out though. Okay. So I would, so I would be the arts and culture Charles Xavier, right? From the X-Men. And what I would do is I would infiltrate brains of people who are in roles who can make decisions <laughs> about arts and culture and provide some guidance and some clarity on things that they have issues with getting through. That's 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 what I would and do. My, and I my would... clarity, I mean, I, you'll have to tell me because I'm not familiar with the X-Men universe, but by clarity, you mean they would have no choice in the matter. You would infiltrate their, their mind. And yeah, I, I'd shake, I'd rattle all that, um, all that bad stuff out of their brains and incorporate the power of art and culture and positivity. Yeah, so Charles Xavier is the leader of the X-Men and his powers is like, he can read your thoughts and- And he can get up in your mind. He like... can get up in your mind. And he doesn't have legs, so he has like the coolest wheelchair ever in the in the he new has legs movies. you just can't use them can't yeah, use them. yeah yeah and yeah he's awesome so charles xavier i would use those powers to to talk to <laughs> I, I said that person's name so you had to edit it out <laughs> And in that power, they would do whatever you tell them to do. Oh yeah, for, we would we would minutes. get taxes. Mm -hmm. We would get, there would be increases in taxes. Funding would go to the arts. Arts mm -hmm. and culture groups would work better together as partners. We'd work more engaged in the community. It'd be all. It'd be it it'd be deep. It'd be deep. Yeah. So yeah, I think Antoine, we can co-sign on that uh, on that uh, on that recommendation and. Um, in many ways, we're already trying to do that here at Imagine, right? Like trying to infiltrate the the thoughts and the minds and the and the actions of, of our with leaders. a little so, less evil genius. With happen. a little less, with a little less of this, yeah, that's right. A little less uh, <laughs> X Men power and a little more, yeah. um, more projects and a little more marketing and a little more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, Sports are you telling me Marvel isn't real? <laughs> <laughs> oh, only. Oh my. Oh my. I've well, got issues hey, hey, now. Hey Antoine, hey Antoine, where can people find you? You can Other find me at office. Imagine. You can find <laughs> at me Imagine. at Imagine. <laughs> Please follow us on, on all of our socials at ImagineMKE or Imagine underscore MKE. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. An upcoming work group meeting. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, work group meetings, mm -hmm. small subcommittee meetings about neighborhood partners. If you want to a Get carter in. at imaginemke.org and oh, he's gone. we lost him <laughs> we did, we literally did not kick him off i think he probably just hit the leave button we'll see if he rejoins us in a moment <laughs> oh how funny hey it was about right anyway he was just like peace out we're i'm we, gone we wanted him to say bye well, that was so much fun. We should have members of our team on for podcasts all the time. Yeah, yeah. Even when they're not celebrating something big and exciting, That's just right. to just to hear about them and their work. Yeah. 
That's who's right. next? Who's next? David, do you want to be the guest on our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be me, you and Mac interviewing me, and then we'll do yeah. you and me interviewing Mac, and then we'll, we'll get to Rachel and, and That's right. This, else, isn't and a, yeah. this isn't a backup plan at all, listeners. The it's next a special time series. Hear, that's it's right. Start, if we're interviewing David, it's the start of it. It's the next in a special series. Yeah. Every time we don't have a guest book, we will go back to the special series of interviewing Imagine Team. <laughs> We just made our jobs a lot easier for the next like year. So yeah. Uh. yeah. Well, thanks for, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media or leave a rating and review or email us directly at pod at imaginemke.org. Imagine this podcast is a team effort produced, edited, and hosted by MacArthur Antigua, David Lee, and Lindsay Sheridan, and it's the flagship of the Imagine MKE Podcast Network. Make sure you also listen to Black Imagination and back episodes of Arts Forward MKE, all of which can be found at imaginemke.org slash podcasts. To catch all the latest from Imagine MKE, as we already shared as Antoine was telling us where to find him. <laughs> Hit us up at Twitter and Instagram and imagine underscore MKE or Facebook or LinkedIn, imagine space MKE. Our podcast theme was produced by Bobby Drake. Thanks again, everybody. And we will catch you next Tuesday when Sean Kleepsack from Arts at Large joins us. See you then. See you then. <laughs>